My name is Alyssa Laube, and this is for Journalism 4240, taught by Tracy Sherlock during the fall semester of 2020. This is uh, about my final story, which I submitted for this class last week to answer some questions about what I did this semester and what the process was like of putting together this article. It ended up being a lot longer than I originally thought it would be. It was over word count in the first draft that I submitted, and then I had to cut it down substantially, which involved like cutting out one interview and getting an additional interview after Tracy gave me some feedback. Um, my nut graph, I would say uh, in one sentence, is essentially that um, people in the Canadian music industry are implicit um, in abuse that's happening behind the scenes that perpetually affects um, women of color and young women. The solutions that I presented through my interviews came towards the end of the article uh, with some uh, more upper level interviewees who were less involved in being abused themselves and who were more either academic or organizational supports. So the people that I interviewed, um, I interviewed two different survivors of abuse. One of them, um, Mila Anai, is a young person who moved away from Vancouver to get away from her abuser, and then I interviewed her first. The second person I interviewed uh, was uh, Noemi Foley, um, who had an experience in Calgary, you know, so a different part of Canada that was very, very similar to Mila's. So um, using their two narratives to show that there's, this is a pattern and that um, both of these women know that this is a pattern. It's something that they talk about in the interviews as well. And then I have an interview from a sociologist who, uh, Norma Coates, who talks about her experience of both being in the music industry and then studying the music industry and abuse in it, specifically misogyny in it uh, and in rock music. So she gave me her perspective on why um, the music industry creates this fertile soil, as she put it, for abuse to happen. And I finally spoke to Dania Shamsi, who is a event organizer, um, a queer person of color, and someone who explicitly tries to create safer spaces in the nightlife scene. Shamsi uh, told me about what she wants organizers to do, um, what kind of accountability she wants to see, and what kind of effects this abuse has on the community around her in Vancouver. The solutions that were presented were mostly in Chamsi's interviews, um, but most of my sources basically said, we need to start talking about this. We need to start uh, having accountability frameworks in place for abusers. We need to get used to calling out abusers. We need there to be repercussions on an organizational level. Um, most of them said that in one way or another. That was really reinforced throughout the piece. I'm very proud of this story because I worked really, really hard on it. It was extremely sensitive. Um, I have interviews with other people whose stories I had to cut from this article just because I couldn't make it for word count. So 
I'm really proud of the fact that I got this draft that I was able to organize and um, and chop down the story enough that it it was a readable, concise draft. But I also am looking forward to hopefully developing it more and being able to include everyone's opinions in a way that's meaningful. The best part of writing this story, uh, I would say, is um, probably just the fact that I'm able to do some work that's really meaningful to me. I'm a person who's been in abusive relationships with musicians and who's been abused by other people in other parts of the music industry in different ways. And um, so I really believe that writing about this is crucial. People don't really talk about it and the specificity is important. And my story is really similar to the stories of these women who I'm interviewing. And so I, uh, I think that was the best part for me. The worst part was having to transcribe and edit and cut out people's trauma, essentially. Just get rid of it. I hated that. That was the biggest challenge I had, cutting down the word count, for sure. And that's tied to the worst part of the story, which is getting rid of people's experiences. Because this was such a deep and intimate dive. The successes that I had, all of my sources opened up to me. All of my sources really wanted to talk to me about our subject material. Most of them cried on the phone or got really emotional because it's so personal. It's so painful to bring up all of these experiences. And when you feel safe talking to someone else who's been through it, especially, things can get really, really honest and real. And um, I think that was a success because I was able to connect with my interviewees that way and find the actual truth that they wanted to tell me, um, get to the heart of what they wanted to be communicated. And it was also just an honor to be able to have my sources trust me like that. And uh, yeah, I'm hoping to publish it. I just don't really know how exactly. Um, I'm hoping that maybe Globe and Mail would be interested in it. That's, of course, a, a long shot. Um, but we'll see. And yes, I'm absolutely interested in writing social issue stories in the future. This is my last semester, which is exactly why I'm interested in writing social issues stories in the future. In fact, I really want that to be my specialization. I had a, a Thai practicum this semester that was amazing because it gave me the opportunity to learn that I wanted to specialize in criminal justice reporting, specifically investigative criminal justice reporting. And I want to chase that, um, but my true passion overall, my umbrella passion, is always going to be social justice. And investigative reporting, I think, is something I'm going to try to work into that passion. I want um, there, I want my thing to be investigative, long-form social justice reporting. Um, and I've been focusing on criminal justice just because it's been really really exciting to be able to focus on a niche. I've never done that before. But in the long term, yeah, that's my goal. I, I really want to be doing this for the foreseeable future uh, as a freelancer or maybe just as a, a staff writer for a publication that I really respect, no matter where that publication is. Thank you for listening to this podcast. This has been my final presentation about my final paper for Journalism 4240, taught by Tracy Sherlock.